all the way through that. <laughs> I could hear this. I thought, where's Zebedee? You know, I, I don't know. I can't go there. Actually, I keep on <laughs> quoting the, the magic roundabout in my earlier days. I don't even know why. Well, why would you want me? I haven't got anything to say. I've not done anything. I've got a bore in life. I haven't really done anything. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. This time is Friday. Not Monday, as the last week's episode was that we it's recorded. It's crackerjack. It's crackerjack. It's not. That, it's not quite five what, to five. Is that Friday or Saturday? Saturday morning. I think. I don't know. No swap shop was Saturday morning. In the no, no, it's Friday. It's five to five, and it's crackerjack. Right, <laughs> and thank God it's Friday. T G I F. Thank God it's Friday. And what a difference a day makes. And that's where we are now. And, and the summertime is here, and a living is easy. I think it's summer. I'm not too sure. But it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. And the last show that we put out was I Don't Like Mondays. And it's already Friday. We put it out on a Friday, but we made it on a Monday. But now that we put, we got, now that it's Friday, what do we make today? Do we put it out on a Monday? A rainy Monday. Nope. But it doesn't matter what day it is, where you are in the universe. It's today. And that's all that matters. And thank God, in our case, it's Friday. In your case, we don't know. How about you, George? Well, I think the weeks are going past so quickly. That's the thing that's getting me. We're, 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 we're only starting up with the Monday blues and kind of sort of having to shake them off and kind of get ourselves stuck in. And before you know it, it's Friday again. So the time is going past. And we've always been talking about, yeah, need to be in the now. But before we know it, now has gone past so quickly that we don't know where we are anymore. That's it's the crazy now thing. Now is then. Going. Then is now. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so we're now... We're now Friday. We're now reaching forward and sort of starting to think about the weekend. So I suppose what we should really do at this point is not, is, is although we're going to sort of take a break from what we've been doing, the weeks have gone past almost as fast as the weekends. We've, we really need to start to think about, actually, we need to enjoy ourselves the weekend and not let those chitter chatter boxes get in the way. Just stay in the moment, stay now and just enjoy whatever, whatever is happening. And I think this week we've had a few interesting conversations with other people. We've reached out. We do get an idea that we have an audience. It now seems as though it's 50, although I think it could be five people watching four episodes or five episodes yeah, 10 times, something like that. You know, it's, just, it's just that they've watched a number, number of episodes all together, and that, that's what's actually happening. It's not this, this particular one. We, we were getting all these kind of um, wacky ideas of where these audiences were coming from, and it turned out that uh, it probably wasn't what we expected. Although I do think you did a little bit of... Um, communication with a few folks on LinkedIn in America, and that sort of inspired some of them to look back and see old Ireland and see what's going on over here. Who is this? Who is what this? What are they Pearson? doing? <laughs> what? And I did. I pressed a button. I did what I said in the tin and LinkedIn. I engaged in a comment thread. I said hello, congratulate. Got a little bit of engagement from the author. The author wrote back, and then I chucked one in and tried to rob the thread. Do a bit of guerrilla marketing. I said, oh, this is us. This is what we do. Here's our, here's our little link to Spotify. Now, known damn well, indirectly, that this was a little bit of an influencer guy. He has an audience. And I've just jumped in at the top of the thread in the comment section and pointed to our show from his show. Now, I didn't know if it would have any effect. And lo and behold, the next day, George goes, oh, 
our podcast has jumped 5%. Now, five, I love using percentages when they go, that's what they use when they don't want to tell you the real numbers. Just go, <laughs> 5%, 5% of what? Of near nothing. It's, it's a, we, we got 50 new something. 50? These guys don't get out of bed for less than 20,000 views. And we're going, we got 50 downloads. But we were able to see where did that come from? It was a first bit of data mining we could actually tie back to something we did we made a comment and one day late one day later we had a five percent increase in our podcast from the link that we put into the thread and where when we looked at the audience where did it come from it came from america which actually told us that's exactly what happened now the message it gives us is you should be doing an awful lot more of this You've got to be going into influencers' threads. You've got to engage with them. Have a conversation. Now, they give, there's a certain rule out there that you don't try and rob someone else's glory by jumping into their thread and advertising yours. I did exactly that. But I did it in a nice way. I'd already built up a rapport before this where I didn't do it many weeks ago. And in the, actually, in that little commentary, I gave a nice little something. I actually aligned in serendipity to what was in their thread. They said, don't give up. And I said, we're not giving up. We have a show called that. And here's a link, by the way. And lo and behold, someone out there in the universe, in America, that was following this thread of this someone else influencer that we don't really know, said, what's that? And press the button. So it does work. Now, we don't, there's no millions, there's no 50,000 anything, there's no... But it gave us... We were talking about little wins, and we were saying, we've a little win, we've a thousand downloads, we've reached, a, we've reached a benchmark, something. Other people would laugh at that. And we're going, no, no, it's, it's a little something. I like little somethings, because they're not little nothings. And, th- and that's very, very important. And now we've got 5% more than we had yesterday, and it told us something. Someone is listening. Now, admit, admittedly, they don't know to what. And admittedly, they may never listen again. But it'd be nice if they're out there. They are out there. We've got to go fishing. We've got to find them. We've got to give them the opportunity to have an opinion that they don't want to be listening to this rubbish. Back to you, George. <laughs> One of the things that came to mind as you were talking there was that um, we don't need to overthink what we're doing. And I think that's one of the biggest problems. We we overthink it. You know, what's, we've got to put something meaningful. We've got to do this. And, and by the time we thought about it, some other guy has written about 100 pieces and communicated to other because he hasn't even thought about it. And, and I watched something that one of my uh, daughter-in-laws was doing uh, on Instagram. I actually watched Instagram the other day. It's amazing. Um, not that Instagram's amazing. It's just amazing. I actually watched it. And it, it was actually a time piece of time lapse of her going around look, looking after one of the youngsters and, and doing the hoovering and doing everyday stuff to some nice sort of music sort of showing her as a mum and doing practical things. And, and it lasts probably about 15 seconds. And I think there was a couple of other ones that were there as well, just sort of one of the grandson going out and uh, pretending to be, a, I think, a tourist because he had a suitcase up, upside down running the wrong ways. It was dragging, the wheels were up in the air and everything else. And then he stopped across the across the patio and started to talk to somebody who was always asking for directions. So I'm going to go, aha, he's got his imaginary friends, just like me and Garvin have millions of these imaginary friends all over the internet listening We've to our show. We've got a fantastic <laughs> imagination. The audience 
out there, our audience, our, audience. our universe. They're in the millions or in the trillions. They're all, not even of this world. They're on otherworldly planets. There's so many of them and there's none. But then you go, you come back and go, when most of the, if you're not live streaming or wherever the, people are making it, there isn't an audience till you press play, till you record, till you put it out there. The audience is you and maybe George in this case, in the sense of the audience of one, yourself, and maybe of your co-host. Because until it goes out, there's nothing the audience can consume. No, they're out there. We haven't made that connection. We're going, we, we, it's going to take us years to figure out that bit because we're not the experts in, now, we are the experts in, it turns out, in connecting. And that's what we want to do. We want to connect to people. And, but we don't know how to connect via these barriers of, of as you said, the algorithms of, of the various social media platforms, which will put you into different silos and reorder queues. And if you depend on how much you pay, yours will be first and someone else's will be last. And maybe you'll never be seen at all based on filters and bans and God knows what. But... It didn't stop the fact that you created a something that can be consumed. And that's the positive that we're actually concentrating on. We know we have to do something for there to, to be an audience. And therefore, we have to do what we're doing. Now, we have to get better at it. We have to get smarter. Well, you know, the main thing we have, we said is we have to enjoy it. And we had a lovely conversation with a, a, a new friend, Laurie. I can't remember her second name yet. George will tell me. He'll probably look it up in a second. But lovely Laurie, we made a friend. Did we make a friend and influence people? The conversation went wherever it went. And it, there was no preconceptions, pre-notions. What did you do lately? Who are you? And what are you in your, in your day job? It was, hello, who are you? What's it all about anyway? And that's what she reflected back to us, and I think we both heard, ordinary people, normal people, real lives. We are the masses. We are, we are, the, we are that's what makes up most of the planet. Real, normal, average, everyday people trying to figure out who they are and where they're going. We don't claim to know. We know we don't know. And we know it's okay not to know. And it's all that matters is we're alive we're living. As long as that's happening, there's a journey, there's a chance, there's an opportunity, there's a dream, there's a moment. And you can go out there and use that to make friends and influence people and create those opportunities. And even if there's no opportunities, it's create, we don't need, the language of opportunity is not the right language. To create moments, to create memories, to create dreams, to, cr to create you know, moments worth living for normal people, ordinary people. Us, you. One of the things that uh, I, I remember from those people that do radios, those DJs that you have on the radio station, is that quite often uh, they are sitting there and they're talking to the audience, whatever the audience is. Now, I, I know that if I'd stood in front of a group of people in our local chapel to even just the readings, and you've got 300 faces looking at you going... What's he doing up there, for goodness sake? Oh, goodness gracious me. What's he going to say? And you're sitting there kind of going, I'm going to make a real Henry's of myself here. And if you think of thousands and thousands of people eyeballing you and kind of going, what's he doing? What are they saying? Or even listening, kind of going, go, they're making a fool of themselves, aren't they? Oh. 
The key is not to think of thousands and thousands, but to think of one person that you're talking to and imagine that person in front of you having a conversation. Now, luckily, I've got Garvin here, so whatever I'm talking, I can see him. He's there. He's my audience. I can I can bounce <laughs> off, off him. Yeah, I know. And, and he'll come in and sort of put me right and everything else. So he'll be kind of going, what are you doing, George? He's saying something silly. <laughs> Do all those kind of things. But it's having just one person to talk to. And I think that's it. It's because then it becomes a dialogue. It's not just you having a bit of a, a chat to the, to the mirror and hoping that the mirror will come back to you and say something. It's you sort of having a conversation and expecting some kind of interaction. And that's the key to all of this. And I think that's, that's, that's the important part. That for these podcasts, we only actually need to talk to one person or one other person that's in the room other than me and Garvin. We don't need to be talking to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. But if we're just talking to one person and making that one person feel as though they're special, they'll keep on listening and listening. And, and, and they'll tell somebody else, come along, you know, these guys are quite good. And when you're feeling a bit low and you want to have a bit of a giggle because there's these two nanas having a bit of a bit of a crack on, on their video side or on their podcast side, we can sort of kind of go, do you know what? The world's not as bad as we thought it was because look at those two idiots just there. <laughs> Our life's not as bad they as theirs. They haven't a clue. They haven't, <laughs> haven't a clue. <laughs> and I think they're not even living in the real world. No, they think they're living in the real world, and that's the thing. What is the real world? It can be dangerous—a dangerous place for people on different parts of the planet. It could be average. It could be super normal. It could be abnormal. It's, it depends on who you are in your world, where you are living and what your surroundings are. But there's still, you eat, you drink, well, hopefully you eat and drink and wake up and safe or otherwise. But if you're listening to a podcast from this bunch, you've got some sort of bit of technology of some hope of listening, not listening to us, types of us, 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 associate, us and associates and others. In entertainment, information, you know, distraction, false news, real news, it's you're listening out beyond yourself and your own voice. Therefore, you're trying to get more informed, more educated, and or, or more entertained because you don't want to be alone in a dark room with no sound and nothing. The, the, the world is outside the door. Now, we can bring, as we spoke about this this morning and part of our conversation, we can bring the universe into the room now with technology. We don't have to leave the house to, to, to talk to the planet, to talk to the universe, and even to sell to it, to communicate with it, to, to, to do business with it. Don't even, I don't even need to leave a room. Now, and so therefore, we're saying it's easier than ever before to reach out. Now, reaching out is one thing, but... You're not letting a million voices in. Now, if you have Snapchat and if you have TikTok, there's a million voices that can seep in, reach in, ads, adverts, voices, criticisms, you know, you know, snarky remarks. It's The danger is I get hooked. I pick the phone up and I start scrolling. I don't even know I'm doing it. I think most of us on our planet are doing that now. This is a thief of time. It's robbing you. It's an addiction. It does, it's, a, it's worse than any drug out there because you don't even know you're doing it. You think you're enjoying yourself. You think you're living. You think you're looking into other people's lives. And most of it's a nonsense and nothing, a, a rubbish of, 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 I mean, I go, okay, it is, it's absolute nonsense and it's not. Because whoever's doing it on the other side, they're doing their little dance, it's just trying to reach out to the world. But, you know, at the same time, you're going, what is that? Why? 
It's not selling anything. It's a little dance. It's competing with their friends if it's the kids. If it's the adults, I think they're worse than the kids. You know, I mean, oh, I mean, I'm getting drowned in Bitcoin, this, that, and the other now. I'm sure if you say the word, that's why it's appearing on the phone. But at the same time, it's a, you look at it and go, what's real, what's not? And then you're, then you're getting consumed by it and go, what's real, what's not? And actually, if you just turn the phone off, none of it is. None of it matters. The only thing that matters is go to the bottom road, have a coffee shop, say hi to a neighbor, Bring the dog for a walk. We've, we've said that before. It's stop picking up these phones. And, well, the strange thing is we're going, pick up the phone, find us. If you're doing it, stop looking at that rubbish. Stop listening to that other tripe. And why not listen to us instead? Because if you're going to do it, you might as well be enjoying us than that. Now, so therefore we are contradictory by the very nature of what we're doing. But we, no, we're not. Because we're saying we're not expecting an audience. We're just doing this to pass a meaningful Friday afternoon and converse with each other and go, it's okay. Did I enjoy the afternoon? Yes, we did. And did we have a good conversation? Yes, we did. And did anything happen as a result? Well, we don't know yet. We might find that out in two years' time. But there's a chance. There's an opportunity. And we do know we met someone new this morning. Well, I did. George met her last week. And it's interesting you can dream, you can see there could be new futures, new pathways, new somethings. And if this is one person that you never met before and now have met, and you can meet more of like mind, it's an exciting time ahead. And I'm looking forward to it. When we were kids, as opposed to the youngsters today, we were always watching television and we were being told, you know what? The television's polluting their minds. Their young, innocent minds are being corrupted by constantly goggle-watching. And, and before you know it, you'll have square eyes. You'll just be sitting there like a zombie watching the TV. It doesn't actually help you. And there's a TV show that came on for kids called Why Don't You Switch Off Your Television and Do Something Else? <laughs> Most of us didn't. I used to watch it. We'd sit there and watch it. We didn't do as we were told even at that point. Oh, I love no, that, love that show. That's saying <laughs> that's what we just TV? said. We're yeah. going, don't be watching social media. Watch us. Watch us. So yeah. there you go. So, Total contradiction. And I think there. that's the thing. That every, you know, it's like, you know, in the 20s, the 1920s, when jazz came out and people were getting into it, they were all being to, oh, that's Satan stuff. Oh, jazz, you know, you can't have a saxophone and play that. That's the that's the devil's instrument. And then, of course, young Garving here, who's just showed off his, ha his hairdo in, in that amazing uh, marathon advert that he was in that we showed a little clip from from last week. So go Duran, and watch that Duran, 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 Duran. Oh, I and yet, just because he had a little bit of dosh in his pocket and he could get himself a nice hairdo, everybody thought he was odd because he looked different. He looked strange. He was not quite the same as everybody else. He's not ordinary. He's a bit He's a bit strange. <laughs> he's a bit odd. He must be an alien. He comes from another planet because he's got that hair. hair and he wants to look different from the rest of us. He doesn't want to be the same clone that is pumped out by everybody else. And the madness, George, of that was we all tried to be different and turned out looking the same. You all had a uniform. Because if we're all... <laughs> and that's... Yeah, you just put on a different uniform. And... and But I was different. And I am different. And we all are. Because, look, okay, I'm six foot six. I'm loud. You know, I haven't a filter. I haven't a clue. And I keep on trying to shut it down and put the filter on and be sorry, be the low talker. It's the more I try, 
I am actually going the opposite way. I, I, it's having the opposite effect. I, I explode. I can't. I'm not meant to. That's what it says. You're not meant to be in that box. You're meant to be... So therefore, when I was younger and tall, there was two things you could do. You could try and make yourself look small, or actually, you, you went with the flow. You made yourself look bigger. So when people said you were, gee, you must be six foot four, I go, oh, no, 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 six foot six. You know, it's, I, I'd, ne- I'd nearly be wearing high heels. I'm not saying high heels. I used to wear docks, but there was nearly another inch on them. I was six foot seven. I was a basketball player in plain sight without a ball and without a clue. But I did, I embraced my height because I realized that's the one thing everyone else around me couldn't aspire to. They could have their millions. They could be successful in business. They could be brilliant sports people. But if they were five foot two, they couldn't be six foot six. I had that. I had that one down. And I, I, I said, I'll keep that. So therefore, every slag out there was, oh, how, how, how tall do you think you are? How big? You think you're a big man? I go, yeah, damn right. I'm six foot six. I'd nearly give the, the poor guy that the, the height and meters and metric and, and inches back to them and go, yep, six foot five and aspiring to six foot six and with my hairdo, seven foot two. And Diego, eight foot three. You know, it's, it's embrace it. Don't give the others the power. You go, you recognize who you are. And if that's the quirk you have, you know, put a big arrow pointing at it and go, this is me. Hear me roar. I can't make myself six foot five. I can't make myself six foot four. It's, I am what I am. You know, I am the marathon man or was. Snickers now. But embrace it. And I did. I embraced my height, but I didn't embrace the me that was inside. I shut that down a little bit for what the world required, what jobs wanted, what they wanted a quieter something. 606 was loud enough for them. And dressing fancy and flashy, that nearly nearly killed them. Now, to put a personality on top of that would be the death knell. So I had to rein it back somehow. But now it's Pandora's box is open, as George knows. He's prized it open. He's looking for Schrodinger's cat. And what he let out of the box was me. So here we are. Heroes roar. Now, the interesting thing is that all the way through that, I could hear this. I thought, where's Zebedee? Zebedee's there somewhere. Where is he? The jack in the box. There's something something (laughs) your end that's kind of going... Bang. <laughs> so I need I need a clean little few seconds of the bang so I can take it out of the rest of the show. <laughs> I don't know where the boing. I, I think the boing is me. It's the boing. You know, that's it. Could be part he's of the really chair. Zebedee from the Magic Roundabout. That's where he's from. Is it Zebedee? Oh, he's not Dougal. Won't even Definitely not go down there and try and explain <laughs> what, what was Dylan? going on in that program. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's Dylan. What the Magic Roundabout. You know, I, I don't know. I can't go there. Actually, I keep on <laughs> quoting the, the magic roundabout in my earlier days. I don't even know why. But you, so you're you're drawing from the past. No, some some other program will pop back in now. Oh, Jack and Nori. Jack and Nori tell okay. us a story. That's, That's the one. What we're about going forward is what's the Jack and Nori? What's the story? There's a story in all of us. And even if it's not in us, we can make one up. And if, and that's what we want to do. It's the story of you. Um, I like that terminology now. We're using it a little bit in a few of yes. our shows. And what it's resonating with an awful lot of people, even in the last couple of days, new friends we've met. Of saying that these are new people we've never met before that have no preconceived notions of who we are. And, and they don't know who we were in, in terms of business or what our backgrounds are, or even what, who, who we are now, ordered in the interaction they have in a little bit of social media space or a couple of Zoom calls. And it's interesting. They're taking us at face value. 
There's no, it doesn't need to be anything else. We don't need, we're not trying to dress it up and be something else. So this is a strange thing. We're now making friends or have created relationships for the first time as the real deal yourself. Now we want to do more of that and bring it. Bring it to where, it, I think there's some film out there, bring it. And we've got to bring it now. It's bring yourself to the game. Nothing else. Raw. And, and, and this girl, Laurie, said, non-apologetic. Because you're not trying to insult and you're not trying to force your opinions down other people's throats. You're going, if someone gets on the show and they ask your opinion, you have one. No, it might be the wrong one. Or it might be an uninformed one. It's up for grabs in the sense of you can be swayed and changed based on facts and information and new, new, you know, new, new information. I'm going, I don't know what I don't know. I, don't, I mean, we were talking this morning about, I, I watch a lot of TV, so I'm not going to LA anytime soon or New York City. I've saw those TV programs with the cops and robbers and gunshots here. And go, nope, me, I'm not going. No, the other side is, oh, from Bel Air to Beverly Hills, at this, that, you know, you're going to Hollywood. Nope, not leaving the house because that's too dangerous. Because I only ever consumed there through the filtered silo of TV shows and news. Therefore, all that's ever going to be on that is a magnification, glorification, uh, like exaggeration of what they want to get across. It's not the 95% normality average of anything, which people just getting on with their lives. So maybe I will go. But not anytime soon. But it's no longer off the cards. It's, I need to be more informed. I need to be more educated. I need to listen more. I need to meet more people. And that's the journey I meet myself and George are on now. We're going out. We're the real deal. We want to meet you. We want to talk with you. Come sit beside us at the virtual table. Listen in on the conversation. And if you fancy having a chat, you know where we're at. And I think that's the great thing because... Quite often, everybody kind of goes, well, why would you want me? I haven't got anything to say. I've not done anything. I've got a boring life. I haven't really done anything. But when you start to drill down and you start to inquire and they start to share their story, you begin to realize you're in front of some amazing, extraordinary people. It's just that they don't appreciate what it is that they've gone through themselves. And in the conversations that we can have with them, we can help them discover that their story is unique and there's a lot that others can learn from those stories if only they were given a voice. And I think that's what we started when we came on to do these shows originally about a year ago. We were feeling that we were just there serving everybody, just doing stuff, and we hadn't got a voice. We were just this thing that was pulled out of the cupboard to do an activity, then put back again. We hadn't got a voice. There was nothing there for us. But we wanted to have a voice. We wanted to say what was on our mind. And that's what we're getting a chance to do, which I think is really, really good. We know that by, by engaging with other people, as we have done this week with Laurie uh, Gatsi Barnard in this last week, we've had some great, great conversations and a diverse background that she's got from, from coming from Zimbabwe to Pennsylvania and America and then coming to live in Northern Ireland and having an impact on the lives of people in Northern Ireland because of the way she's engaging with diversity 
and people from every source of life that you could think of and helping them to find their voice. And she's actually doing it with us. She's encouraging us and nurturing us, even just with the two conversations that we've had. Mentoring two mentoring two men yeah. to find their voice. To find yes. their voice <laughs> and to believe in themselves and to believe that and they have a voice. The, that's it. And George, and not only find their voice, but please also find the volume control. Because you got to put it up and put it down and switch it off from time to time. Oh, well. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in control of that, Garvin. You don't need to worry about that. I, when, when you're very, very high, I can bring you down. I can bring the paddles down and kind of go, yeah, we're bringing it down to minus 10 and I'll go up to 10 or something. So we'll balance everything out in the end. We always do. It's, all, it's working really, really well, actually, <laughs> because we can, you're we in can control, control that, you know. <laughs> but there's the like, thing. Actually, there you go, the twilight zone, yeah. isn't it? We can control, control the environment. Yes, we can control <laughs> the vertical line and the horizontal lines all you have to well, do is sit there the carbon, for half an hour of. <laughs> i know <laughs> but i think that's something else that we were starting to realize that's just that's a construct that we've created in our own minds that we can control anything that's going on here you go there's a ding going on there you see just just at that particular moment the cue came in ding can't control that george and you can't control the behind going on all the little mobile phones going off that we had all the telephone not in control of anything well, i have a dog's barking here as well and you've got now. dogs got barking yeah and it sounds like a change well, we said there as well Okay, <laughs> we've said the universe has its own voice. It can let a dog bark. It can put a ding and a boing into the sentence. It's meant to be there. That It just reminds us it's not perfect. We're not trying to be perfect. We're not trying to make it, you know, we want someone to go, ah, should look at their only harmless old lads. There's a boing going on in the background. I heard a dog bark. <laughs> like they're looking out their own window to go, I think there's a dog barking around. And not realize it's actually on the program in the background, which is fine because... That's more real. I think, you know, 60% of the planet, I'm, I'm making up statistics now, I'm just grabbing numbers out of the air like I was when I was an accountant. 60% of the planet have a pet or will have a pet or will ha would have had a pet somewhere in their life. And on that basis, it's your, you're averaging. That's what we're doing. It's, there's a dog barking, a cat meow, and a fish blowing bubbles. You know, whatever it's doing. And Zebedee going, people have pets. <laughs> and we like... The Zebedee's in us. It's a surprise in the box. Actually, he's well out of the box. I think he belonged. He was a jack in the box. Out he of the was. Box. <laughs> you know, he made his escape, as far as I know. It was the tash that he had that sort of gave him the inspiration. It always went, and he says, and then and then he got to the point as we're getting fairly close to the point, but we're not there yet. Where he kind of go, time for bed. <laughs> And I'd be eating my sort of breakfast as a five-year-old kind of thing, or or a tea or whatever it was. Was giving, and then my mom would kind of go, right there you go. Zebedee said it. it's time for bed now, and I'm kind of going, what? It's early, yeah. It's still light outside. Why do I have to go to bed? Well, that's a very interesting thing there now is you're bringing back a little bit of conversation earlier on, which is we are child, you know, we are adult, you know, we are born, we, you know, we die and we live in between and we don't have a clue. We don't know how we got here. We're trying to work out the signs. You know, we're put, information gets put in front of us. We consume it. Depending on where we are on the planet, we have a better life, a first world, a second world, third world, you know, existence and we nobody was in control of their own births where they were and who they are and who they they they, they be, you know not hopefully not became we we were becoming and we've lived the past we cannot change we're on a journey to something else actually i think what's happening is we're on a we're on a journey to self-awareness we we're suddenly realizing we're here this i don't have much stuff out there this is it. This is all. There. We won't worry about 
but they're astral planes. For the moment, for a certain defined amount of time, this is it. What are you doing? That's, that's, who are you? What are you at? What are you doing next? And, and then, like, you know, do the same again. And strange thing is, how do you interact with others on that journey is what will make the biggest impact. And that's, I think I'm getting closer to realizing I want to make a difference to me, but how I might achieve that best is by making a difference to others. Not sure what exactly is yet, how big or small, but any size difference to others is more, 100% more than what it was a minute ago. So that's a little bit of the awareness starting to happen for me. I think George as well. Yeah, I think um, part of the conversation that we had earlier on today was this sense of purpose. We, we found that on our life journey that we didn't seem to have any kind of meaning. We were, we were helping other people, but we were getting kind of tied down with what, what, what is our purpose? What is our meaning? And the little chitter chatter box was kind of going off and saying, God, you've got to have a purpose. You've got to have a meaning. We're kind of going, I don't know what it is. And then people kind of go, well, what do you want to do in five years time? I haven't got the foggiest idea. I don't know what it is. Can't figure it out. That's today. Yeah, no. Tomorrow. And that's it, you see. And they kind of want to just think about five years time or three years time or two years time or even next week. And I'm kind of going, look, (laughs) if I can get through today, I'm going to be happy enough. And then you kind of go, well, look, if we just turn on the on the record button and don't worry about it and start to have a bit of a chit chat, we'll find that before we know it, there's been a show and about 35 minutes has gone past and we can edit something together. And then there's all those little gems that we come across as we go in it. And that's the point. Our purpose is just to use this amazing capability this ha- we have, this tool that we have, which is called the mouth, that comes out with all kinds of stuff that we can communicate. And one of the amazing things, I think, is the fact that when we start to talk to one another, we can understand what the other person is actually saying. That in itself is a marvel of the universe and everywhere else that you think, because we have this thing called communication and we use various different facilities within us to to observe the other person, to see what they're doing, to see if we understand the message that they've just put across correctly. And did their facial expressions, their eyes and all, all their other bits and pieces express the same meaning as what the words were that came out of their mouth? Or was there something hidden in the message? And that's part of the storytelling process, which I think is really quite good. And that's what we're getting into. We're getting into a kind of storytelling process. We're understanding things. And then we're kind of reflecting upon the story of the journey of us. We've talked about the story of us. So this is the story of us, the journey of us, and how it might relate to other people. And I think by simply just... That's the only purpose that we can think of, is just to simply relate your story and how it was for you, your uniqueness, your individuality of what got you from wherever you came from to this very moment now, and the accidents that quite often that happens to to steer you to this particular point in time in itself is a miracle. And I think that's the wonderful thing. And quite often, the person that uh, is listening, that one person, that one member of our audience that we have there, They've suddenly found at this particular point in time, they've reached this moment and they happen to be listening to this show at this point in time. And they'll kind of go, oh, I was thinking about that because the number of times that we've been talking about something and all of a sudden something's popped up from the past or we're relating something from the past or when we happen to be listening to this, like actually what happened with last week's episode 
we brought up uh, Bob Geldof and I Don't Like Monday and uh, the song and everything else. And because I think we said it quite a few times through the episode, when I played it on YouTube, the very, very next video was in May the 6th, 1981, Bob Geldof and his band, the Boomtown Rats, on an American show singing that very song. And I thought, hello, the algorithms worked out. We've been talking about the Boomtown Rats and they've connected us with the actual song that we were talking about. What further amazed me, because we hadn't listened to the song before we did the show, at least I hadn't, was all the way through the I've show. I've never listened to no. it. Not that I know of. <laughs> Not that we know of. All the way through, we were, list we were actually talking about the issues that the very girl who had a silicon chip in her head that was telling her to do all these things that went out and did the deed that she did, which wasn't very pleasant. We won't go into that too, too much. But we were talking about the pressures that the world put on them. The, the humdrum of the world that they were living in, the pressure, the the eff effectively the pressure pot that they were in that were causing them all kinds of problems that effectively got them to explode. And we were talking about how if we don't, you know, work on those pressure release spots the pressure. and release the pressure, we will actually either implode, explode or stop functioning altogether. And that's really, that's the key thing about the whole thing. So it's, what we're finding is, in this show, we have to slow down. We have to slow down a little bit, begin to appreciate who we are as human beings. And by not overly worrying about the future or fretting about the past, we can start to see what it is that we're meant to do now and, and not to overthink it. We said that before, not to overthink it and just be more and more in the present. We're actually up to, would you believe, 37 minutes into this show. So we probably need to bring it to some kind of closure. We didn't have an idea what we we're going to talk about but we've come up with a whole load of bits and pieces we have a little bit of humdrum going on the little the boings going on zebedee turned up somewhere along the line and we still ended up talking about the boot and rut so we were well well and truly in the past but we began to talk about the reasons why we needed a voice and that voice is for the very one person that is listening to this show which is you yes you over in the corner trying to hide behind that piano that's there where we know you're there listening to us and maybe you'd just like to click on the like button or subscribe to this show so you can hear the next one and whatever else. Don't be shy. Just come out. We're here and we won't bite. Over to you guys. That's it. Hello. Who are you? I am me. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going there anyway. So because when I get there, I'll know. But I'm hopefully no longer going alone we're going to go together we're go come along listen come come into the virtual pub sit beside us chuck a comment or two in there to upset the cart we don't want uh, me too's in the context of the yes men and no men and women we want the ones to dis not disagree it's agree to disagree uh, you know, want a conversation want to go somewhere with the journey of language and opinion. Not opinionated, but just the pub conversation. I mean, or coffee shop conversation. It doesn't have to be a pub anymore. It's outdoor, outdoor dining these days with the pandemic. But wherever it is, it's go find a new someone. Because you've already got a bunch of someone you already know. You've probably milked them to death. You know, you want to go find a something new to bring back to that bunch and let them know what you found. And that's us. So come find us, find our guests, 
find some ideas, bring it back to your friends and go, there's a bunch of weirdos on the podcast shows having a notion what they're up to, where they're going. Bit clueless, but entertaining nevertheless. And I feel just like them some of the time. We're looking for you, whoever you are. We know you're out there. Stop hiding. Come to the forefront. Get your voice. Shout and scream at us. Point at us. Critique us even. We're here. We're waiting. Come say hello. All the best. Have a great weekend. Have a great life. Take care. Talk soon. Bye for now. Hope you enjoyed this video. Please subscribe and click on the bell for notifications.